Right. And that was when I realized I had the weapon that women needed. Wow. To keep themselves safe and keep themselves secure. So I started teaching to my cousins. I started teaching my friends. And then they started coming back with feedback. And that's when I realized, okay, this, this needs to turn into a proper campaign. You're listening to In Pursuit of Excellence with Nosheen, where I talk about freelancing, working from home, and some motivation to go with it, which can result in having multiple streams of income, creating meaningful lives, and making an impact. Show is in Urdu, but often I forget myself. Let's go to today's episode. Zainab, tell us a little bit I was born in Karachi, but I was about... Four years old, barely four years old, and my parents shifted us to Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh. And uh, that was a time that I would say has a huge impression of me, on me. Because around that time in 91, Nelson Mandela had become, uh, been elected president. We had seen the apartheid happen, all of this situation over there. And that actually made a huge impact on how I went about with my work later on. So which is something I do tell people now that, yes, I, I feel like uh, whatever happened, the movement over there, how they changed society, how they healed each other is something that Pakistan can actually learn from. Of course. And uh, so I was there and I have two siblings. One of them was also born in Joburg. But the poor thing was barely six months old when we shifted back because it got really bad in South Africa at that time. Uh-huh. And uh, then we shifted back to Islamabad. Where I lived there for a good uh, 12 years. And then after that, I shifted to Karachi and I've been in Karachi since then. Wow. So Karachi has become home then, huh? Absolutely. I love it. So Zainab, tell us about your cause. Anything that would like the world to pay more attention to? Yes. Actually, about five years ago, I was, um, although this is personal, but I've, I think everybody knows this story that I've, I'd gone through a very rough patch. I'd start my first business when I was very young and then I'd gotten on a partner who went on to be a fiancé. So it got very difficult and when I came out of it, I realized I needed to know how to protect myself, not just physically but verbally and in so many different ways. So I set about to actually fix myself. So this was more of a personal journey uh-huh. and uh, basically I started with Tai Chi, which was one of the softest forms of martial arts that I could find. Mm-hmm. And then Aista Aista went on to kickboxing, went on to MMA, went on to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, what happened is that I lost to go to, uh, more than 100 pounds. I was huge oh back in the God. day. So, yeah. And uh, suddenly I went from the girl who was always in the hospital to never being in the hospital. Like it's, it's near impossible for me to have a fever for more than like 24 hours. Wow. Right? So the, yeah, which is something which is completely different from what I used to be when I was younger. I was always the sick child. I, I saw a lot of differences there. Then I noticed a difference in the way I work with men and mm-hmm. how men react to me. Because virtually everybody who knows me knows that I'm into self-defense and I'm really hard for fighting, learning how to fight. Yeah, I don't fight uh, professionally, mm-hmm. but I learned definitely how to fight. What happens, it keeps a lot of uh, predators at me. And right. given the fact that I was a fashion designer for such a long time, and I had seen the dark underbelly of the fashion industry as well. So it it really helped me in those instances where I feel I can have a real conversation where, for example, I'll give you a case, like if you have met a certain producer, for example, they say they're expecting a certain type of favor from you and they don't want to work with you if you don't want to give that favor. Now that entire conversation does not even happen if they know you can fight. That right, conversation just right. doesn't happen. It, they just right. go on straight to work. Right. And that 
was when I realized I had the weapon that women needed. Wow. To keep themselves safe and keep themselves secure. So I started teaching it to my cousins. I started teaching my friends. And then they started coming back with feedback. And that's when I realized, okay, this, this needs to turn into a proper campaign. And uh, for the last one year, I've been going to so many different colleges and universities around Karachi. I've recently, I've gotten a couple of workers in Lahore as well. And I'm thinking of expanding this reach here. So we do public talks, we do seminars, we do demonstrations, we do lots of things. And I have a corporate wellness company too. So we deliver these trainings to our corporate clients. And we are picking up now schools where we're going to properly implement our curriculum of functional self-defense. Wow. And another curriculum for bullyproof, which is for children against predators and bullies. Oh, yeah, this is so important. Oh, my God. I am so proud of you. And you. How, how long did all of this take? Because I can imagine what feeling you have when you know that you're the, on the other end, you're, you're the stronger. The power you know. balance has yes. completely shifted. And shifted, that yes. That was something I had never understood because I was always the naive girl who got kicked around a lot. I was also That's bullied right. in school mm-hmm. and for a good three years. And uh, I know what it feels like to go through that. I had gone through different forms of what um, our society does with girls. Right. Okay. I I'd been through all of that, the whole, and since I was a bit of a rebellious child, though I a lot of people couldn't actually digest the sort of stuff I would say and how I would act. So they would take it in a very wrong manner, and that in turn would come all the way back at me. Right. In I mean, how do you say in a very negative format? So of course. I thought it's better rather than to counter the argument. Mm-hmm. Let's just make sure the argument never happens to start with. Right. So, and that's where I feel self-defense is such a powerful tool because so many people, especially the, I, I shouldn't be saying this, but especially men, right. they're very careful when they're talking to me. They're very, very careful. I work with men who are many, many years older than me, who are at least 20, 30 years older than me, and they give me respect. Wow. And that's when I realized maybe this is, uh, they see me as somebody with equal physical strength. Maybe that's why they then treat me like an equal and they don't treat other women the same way. I've right. seen that actually happen. So I, I can so imagine this. And that's fascinating. It is oh because you start God. discovering how people think and how they act. And you know, these small little quirks, like uh, I was reading this book called Influence and uh, this is something I teach women as well. Okay? The stuff that I teach, it's not just about fighting back. It's also the communication strategy that I teach them. Okay? Everything in the world can be solved through good communication. Anything in the world. Absolutely. You can negotiate yourself out of a kidnapping even. Right. So that goes for women as well. If they want to turn around their situation, they can do so just by what they say. Right. And most of us were not trained at home to actually counter arguments or to position ourselves in a good uh, space when it comes to a power struggle. We're not taught that. We're taught the other direction. Oh, yeah. We're taught how to bow down. We're taught how to shut right. up, basically. Right, right. You can learn to do it. You have 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 to do it. Yeah. I hardly do it. When you go out into the world. Yeah. Yeah. Even in my family, there was a huge uh, focus on the girls studying and actually going and uh, having a career. But nobody had taught me what to do when I got in there. And so what happened was for the next 10 years, uh, like a lot of women in this uh, country, 
country so i had to learn on my own i had to go through a lot of tears and a lot of you know a lot of problems till i reached the point where i was comfortable but i what i do personally feel is that again self defense really helps speed up the process mm-hmm. and it really helped me understand how people think and act so there's this book called influence mm-hmm. i don't remember the author right now but it's uh, influence the power of persuasion and it's it's got some really amazing points in there okay. and they have this case study over there where they say that turkeys basically turkeys have uh, when they have chicks uh, and they taking care of the chicks if the chicks are not cheeping you know the sound that they make so the turkey will ignore them completely but if they hear that cheep cheep sound then they'll come and they'll start taking care of them so it's like a sort of a trigger mm-hmm. that cheep cheep sound that the chicks made so these researchers what they did is they did this little study where they kept a stuffed uh, polecat which is a natural enemy of uh, turkeys and they kept it in front of the the turkey and they made it uh, put a recording inside that says cheep cheep so now the same turkey comes and takes care of the polecat oh. okay because woh awaaz nikal rahi cheep cheep wagaira right so ab wo uske khayal rakhti and uh, as soon as they turn it off she realizes okay this is its natural enemy and starts attacking it immediately so we have similar triggers in our brain Mm-hmm. everybody has similar triggers in their brain and there's I, I, everybody anywhere on this earth would know what a nod means what uh, shaking your head means you know these small little triggers so that's actually what i teach women ki you need to understand how persuasion works you need to understand how the human psyche is to be able to break it and actually get what you want out of it wow uh, for example if you're going into a meeting and you know that this is uh, somebody who's coming from a conservative background so you're not going to jump in with absolutely modern ideas right right you do something that goes in line with what they're saying but at the same time you want the same result out of them so you go through persuasion tactics to get that yeah these are things i know this completely far fetched from the concept of self defense but funnily i learned it all during this process wow and that comes under communication strategy this is what you teach now too this is part of our verbal self defense segment which we do go and give demonstrations in schools for but we're actually looking to build a proper curriculum that can be taught to women here wow that's amazing how long did it, all of this take you and what was your why like you wanted to do this what was it the reason behind all this because there's got to be a strong driving force otherwise nobody chooses something so, so random <laughs> random you can say and something totally i mean amazing for us of course but something that's not really taken well in the society i'm going to say by you know the other gender so tell me how did it all start as i said i it started when i started the journey for myself and i realized it's actually helpful and my I, i'm one of those people when i read the news when i see a situation that another woman is in i can empathize okay i can entirely empathize with the situation and what she's going through and the sort of hell that must be occurring in her head at that point and uh, to be honest i don't like to stand on the side and just watch them go through that i've been through difficult times as well and i remember not having anybody come and that's not the feeling that anybody likes or anybody yes. appreciates so i feel like at least if you're seeing it and you're there as in the audience you should take a step forward right right and the more of us do it the better everybody is going to feel the better society is going to be when we know we can support each other especially women supporting women yes that's a concept which is absolutely how do you say it's, it's been given a very bad light 
in Pakistan. Everybody yes. feels that women are up against other women and I don't it for a second mm-hmm. because I know how many I have helped and I know how many have helped me back. Right. So my thing is generally it's it's more women centric. Yes, I believe self-defense is for everyone. But obviously since I'm a woman, I, I can well empathize with that other women as well. Whenever I do see it, I, I just want to jump out there. Abibi, when I walk on the road and I see somebody, for example, hurling abuses at a woman, I can't stand there. I go, I jump straight in over there. Why are you doing this? Who are you to do this? Do you need me to call the police? Do you want to do that? You know, so it takes a few seconds before the woman realizes, oh, I have somebody here who's going to support me. And that makes a huge difference in the way she argues back at the person who's abusing her at that Choti, see, it's a really small difference. And if we take that step ahead, it feels scary, but really there's nothing else to it. Very rarely is a physical altercation going to ever happen. Okay, so it's it's worth jumping in. It's worth jumping in and helping a fellow human being out. Of course. That's the only thing that drives me, honestly. I'm sure it makes you feel so just fulfilling. So what was the reaction? First of all, Mujhe other gender ka reaction chahiye, even same gender ka reaction chahiye. I'm sure if something so different from what we've been taught, you know, quote unquote, what was uh, the reaction? Yeah, I've I've had some very interesting reactions throughout Pakistan and I've taken this conversation to even the rural areas. Number one, that thought process that we have that probably fathers will be the ones who will stop their daughters from learning it, that's absolutely wrong. It's absolutely the opposite because in every single place I've been to, no matter what status those people were, no matter where they're coming from, even if they were the same exact caste that we think, mm-hmm. the fathers keep coming to me and telling me, yeah, please teach our daughters. Because this is exactly what they need to learn when they come out in the world. On the other hand, I've had a very unusual experience with mothers. I've had a very mixed reaction with mothers. Because some mothers uh, are completely like, no, we've been through hell and we want to make sure that our daughter never ever has to see that in her life. Other mothers are like, no, we don't want to teach our daughters something that will distract them from what their real goal in life should be, which is to get married. Right. Right. So, yeah. So that's the only time I've had a problem with the reaction. But amazingly, it, I feel that's also pushed the whole campaign forward in this patriarchal society is that the men are supporting it a lot. Okay, our women should definitely learn it. I don't think I've met a single man who said otherwise, which is amazing. I, wow. I thought it would com- be completely different from what I had experienced. Right, right. And that's exactly what I was expecting. I was expecting that you have a mixed reaction, a opposition, that you have a lot of people who are hurting and you know, just like label like that, you have a lot of people who are hurting all that nonsense. That we, huh? but that's I, I don't get that at all. I, I just, there are very few women who say, hi, it's correct, but we don't want our teachers to learn. There are very few of them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're so rare that I don't even worry about it. So uh, okay, but usually in that same family, the father will push the daughter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, our sons will figure their way out. Our daughters are going to be armed right. in the process. So it's better that they'll know how to take care of themselves. Wow. I mean, Pakistani people or your own people can amaze you because your uh, expectations are totally different. Behave can not be a mojza. I know, exactly, exactly. And it's also the timing. I feel that plays a huge part. Because mm-hmm. the last five years, the conversation has really developed regarding women's rights and empowerment and abuse. Achha. Things like honor killing, these this has come into the mainstream conversation in a very positive manner. Right. right. Rather than the negative manner, it's always been pointed out as so 
it could be the fact that uh, the new generation the millennials are coming into work spaces more mm-hmm. it could be it could be any reason but what i do know is in the last 5 years that more and more women are actually coming out you saw arit march right now no i didn't but i heard a lot about it yeah uh, there we uh, i was there in the last one this one i was not uh, able to be there but they had some um, very powerful statements over there which i could never imagine ever being to said like for example they had a bunch of coffins over there uh, which they had lined up right at the beginning of the march and they had these uh, honor killing victims unke naam likhe hue the un coffins pe it was a very powerful statement it was right in your face and the fact that women are coming out and saying this now and they're saying it like with absolute strength we will come together and we will support each other and we will make sure this world the world will change for us oh that's beautiful yaar that's beautiful there is hope <laughs> and things yes absolutely ek cheez agar aapko apni zindagi ke bare mein change karni pade to wo kya hogi I wish I had learned what I had learned at 26 earlier. I had the opportunity to learn martial arts when I was younger. This is one thing I do regret a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the opportunity through my school my father was not very keen on it at that time. Mm-hmm. And till very recently he is very against the idea of me being part of combat sports only because he feels I'm going to break myself somewhere for my own safety but what happened is that I didn't learn some very important lessons that I should have learned. Mm-hmm. much much early in my life and then i started off when i was 26 and by 26 theek hai like properly brazilian jiu jitsu ke andar aate aate i was 29 so at that age your body is so developed that it's near impossible to stretch it to the limits that is required in martial arts so the i go through a lot of hell in my training basically which i shouldn't be because i'm a lot older than i should be when i train nicest things to say about it cuz i think if you don't plan you're just not prepared hota wahi hai jo upar wale ko manzoor hota hai but at least you're somewhat prepared and the upar wala says basically aapne thode si mehnat apne taraf se bhi karni hai na like oh bilkul you have to bilkul karni hai absolutely uske baad hi usme kuch barkat aayegi na that's amazing i love that who are your inspirations okay like okay this would be very typical but uh, there were three in my life who have determined actually the with the directions i've taken in my life there was one obviously nelson mandela so many people would say that but i was there when he became president and i was in south africa during the last years of apartheid and i was in an all white school and i was the only pakistani i mean pakistan to recognize nahi karte they used to call us indian i i'd seen all of that i'd seen the prejudice that had happened the different layers Mm-hmm. and i saw that when i was 7 8 years old and that really had a real impact on me when it came to a very difficult period that karachi went through mm-hmm. which everybody knows uh, when the violence went to an absolute high in karachi and we were living there we were out on protests every weekend one of the people asking you know what makes you keep coming out and what makes you think this is ever going to be changed so i used to tell them dude i saw it in front of my own eyes happening wow. in south africa right i know that not only that they can be changed i know for a fact that there's a process to it okay it doesn't happen overnight but you have to start somewhere right 
and we did start at that time and what happened karachi has become absolutely safe it's because people came out and they talked so nelson mandela for me was a huge driving force there and uh, and second third are uh, richard branson and elon musk i love them like i i meet them in a heartbeat any day koi aisa marhala jiske liye aapko aap feel karti hain ki aapko prepare nahi kiya gaya tha that would be a lot of things <laughs> a lot of things okay. but generally what life is like for a woman in work because uh, my mother was a housewife and uh, i i grew up thinking that it was actually uh, an an option that i might take right and it's only when i we shifted to karachi and i realized no that's not an option i want to take i would want to go into a career when i came inside and my father had trained me in a certain way mm-hmm. i realized much later he trained me assuming that i will have the same problems and the same opportunities as a man he didn't realize life was going to be much more difficult for me and that's actually what happened because a lot of the problems that came by and i couldn't handle them and my father would sit and he wouldn't understand why i wouldn't handle them and i had to tell him you know you get away with a lot of things easily because you're a man right. okay not only are you hurt that's just the second part a lot of the men that i have to talk to first i have to make sure that they're not interested in me right. and if they are then i'm stuck because if i say no they won't continue with me working with me of course with you you don't even have that problem to start with Yeah. Right. So, but these small things, and but I've learned how to deal with all those issues as well. Right. And I, I, I feel that all the time. I say this too for my nieces as well. Mm-hmm. I wish I could just sit with them and tell them what life is really like and what you really have to do. Right. Not just the stuff that is stuffed in our heads. You have to be like this. Like if you're going to be docile, you're never going to go ahead and work. You need to be aggressive. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But if fifty people are standing on your head and saying that women shouldn't be aggressive. you going to become docile yeah yeah so I, that was something i do feel that it it did make a huge impact in my failures in my life uh-huh. and uh, yeah so and i wish that was not what is the most daring thing you've done so i i'm part of this adventure club called khana badosh and this was right after my fashion days i used to be a complete like typical fashionista and then overnight i decided i wanted to change completely so started going on bikes to kashmir started going on open jeeps to balochistan spent a lot of time in balochistan i uh, this is fascinating me because i hear a lot of this you know biking um, to the northern areas and you know all yeah. those places and it fascinates me yaar i cannot wait to do that i just because you, you know should. i i am going to do that it's so beautiful I can imagine yeah I can only Like imagine. when you're sitting in the car you really don't feel the environment around you it's such a closed environment you That's go on a bike wow. you you experience everything you experience the sight and the smells and the people everything along the way wow. So I feel like it's a richer experience and uh, there was this one time I went with uh, this was I think the most daring adventure I did like me and my friend one friend of mine we decided to go on a bike to Kashmir and we knew that was a risky thing because in Kashmir a guy and a girl cannot be traveling alone right and we did that <laughs> and oh wow we came across a lot of issues we had to run away from police over there like there was i i'm 100% sure those police don't work anymore there anymore they came after us they wanted cash and they were threatening to throw us into jail for just hanging out as guys and girls mm-hmm. together ke a boy and a girl can't and you know surprisingly his surname was also ansari so we thought we'd play off you know he's uh, mm-hmm. a cousin of mine and they said you know now mera i'm not allowed and afterwards i had to call my mom who get all of that sorted the next then we ran to a restaurant and from there then when we ran again then there were more police <gasps> and this time they were undercover and they were standing on the road and we thought they were thieves 
and uh, this was at 10 at night and in ravala court which is such a long winding place and at night when you're going on a bike it's already scary it is so yes. how we ran away that was the first and i remember there was this one thing i learned in self defense and this was in gun self defense which i used to get out of that situation i learned that the more, when you uh, engage a person vocally if somebody's mm-hmm. got a gun in front of you and you're talking to them mm-hmm. in a very nice calm measured tone right mm-hmm. chances of that person not pulling the trigger on you is a lot higher okay because you've engaged the person one part of his body is already working with you his right. mouth right so he's not going to pull the trigger at that time is very rare otherwise in situation so this was something i'd learned so that's what i did with this guy I started engaging with them and i engaged with them all the way till we got out of there so that's a whole long story how we got out but oh my god again as i said na everything you learn in your life actually help you out <laughs> in different parts of your life Yeah, yeah. If you could rule the world for one day, uh, what would you be doing? What's the first thing that you would do? I mean, this is going to sound very typical, but I think uh, looking at a more uh, income equality program. Okay. Okay, that that is something that I would definitely look into, okay, how can we bring a little more equality not just in Pakistan but around the world regarding income because that would reduce the sort of problems this whole world is facing by huge miles because it's always about money, it's always about power. Right, right. When was the last time you were really proud of yourself? Whenever I go to these speeches where I talk to girls regarding self-defense, right after that I a lot of those girls they take my numbers and they stay in touch with. Me. So they 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 tell me what's happened with them. I've got this uh, a bunch of girls from Karachi and they messaged me and they said, "You know, we went to this party and this guy pulled this thing and this is what I did and this is what you taught me." Mm-hmm. and this is where i did it and this is where i kept and i feel so happy at that time that i have not only made a difference but it has actually changed the situation for her yeah yeah so i'm just glad that i can make that difference to anybody somebody who i'm not even related to that's beautiful best life hack jisne aapki zindagi aasan bana di okay i'm all about hacks so i'm just thinking which one ah binaural beat this is something i discovered uh, my nani was a, re- a reiki master so she made us all go into reiki and go into hypnosis and different mind sciences so uske andar i discovered this thing called binaural beats which has which is amazing i use it every day it's uh, these frequencies which uh, you listen to you can download them on youtube as well for anything like for example i have this one for lungs and uh, obviously i've been a smoker as well all my life so what happens is that your lungs do get affected obviously and when you're into extreme cardio intensive exercises that i am in so you kind of need some sort of support for your lungs to actually work so binaurals may when i discovered it one of the first ones i discovered was the so it's it's one of those ways that i'm just if i have a show that day and i've got a really bad flu mm-hmm. right and i have to get fine so i for the next one hour i'm just going to listen to binaurals for cold and flu and i'll be fine i don't know if it's a placebo effect but uh, it works amazing um, like in a very amazing way for me so yeah, yeah. i said that's the biggest life hack i have awesome yaar i do this um, for mental clarity i do this for uh, concentration and focus when i'm just not like really clear so ah. but i did not know that this is for pain this is for it's for everything It's amazing. I'm sure listeners who are listening will help them with this. They are going to YouTube. Ha, People, eh. there are three things. Binaural beats, isochronic tones, and right frequencies. These three all come within the same categories. Awesome. So you can definitely check them out. That's the best life hack anybody can ever have. Seriously. 
Uh, is there uh, anything that you're currently working on, like current projects? I do have a set of current projects. They're all self-defense related. There's something that is going to be coming out as a web series, which you should keep your eyes peeled out for. It's going to be out in the next six months. Achha. But it'll be something which is absolutely different, never been done before in Pakistan. And I know 100% everybody's going to love it. Great. So awesome. I'm just waiting okay. for that project to come up. How should we search for it or what should we look for? Actually, you can actually search me on Instagram. I, my name is Zainab Ansari, X-E-N-A-B. And uh, I, I keep updating, uh, putting, posting my updates over there, what I'm doing regarding okay. self-defense. So especially this web series, mm-hmm. clips will just be constantly put on over there on my Instagram. So that's an easy place to actually find gotcha. whatever I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Living Koi Celebrity, Milne Ka Mauka Mile, to wo kaun hoga aur aap kya kehengi unse? Well, first, I'd uh, like to meet Richard Branson on Necker Island and I'd probably ask him to marry me. It's <laughs> 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 crazy. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I, dude, I, I honestly, this guy is crazy. He, I have built my life and my concepts, everything around my life according to this guy. Because he is a crazy adventurer. He is a crazy entrepreneur. Yes. And he goes into projects which have people have absolutely no understanding of at that point. And in this similar vein, that's Elon Musk as well. And I know, as I said, it was very typical answers. But genuinely, these people really are the sort of people I would I'd love to be like. What mm-hmm. advice would you give to your younger self? Number one, don't trust everything you see. I was a very trusting person. I was very naive. I thought everything was like all flowers and butterflies and everybody is so good. Yeah, that's what I would say to my younger self that don't trust everybody and don't trust everything. If you were given a chance to meet somebody who is uh, not alive anymore, if you were to meet somebody from the dead, who would it be and what would you say to them? Okay, um, th- again, this is going to be a very voila answer. So there's a book uh, that's in my library and that's uh, Cyrus the Great. Okay, so it's an emperor, one of the biggest emperors that's actually ever lived. And he is also the first emperor to bring in the first human rights office, the concept of human rights. And this is way before Islam. So I would definitely like to meet a man who had in- conquered so much and s- all everything peacefully letting people maintain their cultures not with the least amount of barbarism introducing the idea of human rights in a world where humans were just cattle so that's the sort of person i'd like to meet zabar this unheard of that before awesome that's beautiful. okay <laughs> good um how would you like the world to remember you i'd like the world to remember me as somebody who has empowered people Okay, anybody who meets me, I feel like that's the sort of person I want to be. That if you meet me and if you're with me even for a little while, I should have been able to impart with you something that would empower you. That's so yeah, I would like people to remember me as that. That's beautiful. Um, your message to the world? Yeah, relax. That's wow. my message to the world. Relax. That is, <laughs> that is something we just do not do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Manny, that's actually when I read the world news and I see how people are on with each other. We're all the same species, man. We're the only species that keep killing members of our own species. Right? I think the only message to the world is relax. (laughs) There's nothing else. That is the most beautiful message. Um, And it says a lot. Relax. Peace. I love your cause. I appreciate what you're doing. I fully wholeheartedly support it. Causes, Joki. जो कि जिंदगी हम बेहतर बनाएं जो कि लोगों में 
خوشیاں واپس لائیں پیپل اور ویمن یو نو دے دے اسٹارٹ ٹو فیل سیف دیٹ از سچ اے بگ تھنگ دیٹ از سچ اے بگ تھنگ اینڈ اسٹارٹ ٹو فیل سیف آن یور اون ہاؤ کول از دیٹ right that but is, yes. obviously somebody's going to teach you how to do that right so that's where i come in <laughs> so right, right absolutely so aapke jo ye jo um, is it like daily like workshops or is it like a two day seminars just tell us a little bit like how the process is if i were to uh, attend one of your seminars or um, you know how does that work if people try to reach you if people want to be part of it mm-hmm. so there are two three ways uh, first thing is that we mostly ask to come and give a public talk regarding uh, awareness okay. where we talk about it and then we tell girls why don't you go out there and explore you have the internet there mm-hmm. type self defense you'll be surprised what you'll find there mm-hmm. okay and that's actually how a lot of how i also learned it okay before i started meeting the trainers and the teachers and everything i learned a lot of it online what uh, the second thing that you can do which usually the organizations they actually get in touch with us schools and colleges and different companies they get in touch with us and they tell us to actually come and do a one day workshop kekete there's no way that you can actually teach everything regarding self defense in one day right so what we do is we give them a very good teaser we teach them about situational awareness the very specific techniques to stay alert that even security companies and agencies around the world use and those same techniques can really make or break a situation for you and i tell girls kids to avoid a problem is a lot better than to combat a problem like i ever since i've started learning self defense mm-hmm. allah ka shukar i've only come across one situation where i've actually had to use it and not really as much there were enough people around me as well to be able to help me as well mm-hmm. but uh, other than that the only reason it never gets to that point despite the fact that i travel a lot despite the fact that i'm out on or like at all hours Right. of the day is because i can see the problem happening i before it happens actually i can see there certain warning signs that i have actually been trained on to understand notice go okay but i can see this warning sign i see this thing happening and this is how i'm going to deal and tackle with it beforehand so the situation never develops in the first place so that's what we teach in the one day workshop how to make sure the situation doesn't develop altogether right so and the third option that people have is this project that i have with this company called the forge the forge is this amazing self defense dojo that works that's uh, situated in karachi and the guys who head that uh, dojo they're amazing individuals they've taught this to every single female every single male in their families all their daughters one of the owners he has this really cute 3 year old daughter who comes in her pink gi which is a, basically a suit that you wear for kekete um, jujitsu mm-hmm. and she comes wearing that and she's such a cutie and she's doing little push ups and little kicks and oh everything so they make sure that they teach everybody and they have uh, three courses they have one called bully proof which is for children against bullies and predators generally but uh, it's general self defense uh, the second is uh, fsd which is functional self defense education which is for colleges and universities again it's a generalized uh, self self defense education and a very specialized one is forge fem which is uh, a program that caters entirely to women wow. okay so uh, they have these three courses and we sell them as i said to many different organizations so if somebody wants to take part of it mm-hmm. if you're in karachi you're in luck the dojo is 
is right uh, at Khaybani Shahbaz, right behind Pizza Hut. I, I would definitely advise you to go there. Uh, my name is Zainab Ansari. Take my name over there as reference. You'll get great discounts. You know, I know. So, but uh, other than that, um, that's a great place to start with. And if you don't have that available, and you want to have something like that within your organization, anywhere inside Pakistan or even abroad, you just have to invite us. The team will come and teach, basically. So, I have the entire team comes together, and we go according to the clients. Got you. That's beautiful, yar. I am just. In awe, just to get Thank you. You're doing such an amazing job and seeing, you know, women doing stuff that was totally unheard of, other than, you know, handi chula or uh, <laughs> so that's amazing. You are listening to In Pursuit of Excellence with Nosheen. To appear in an interview with me, please go to nosheenkhan.com slash interview. To sponsor a podcast, please go to nosheenkhan.com slash sponsor. Facebook, YouTube, or podcast go subscribe karna na bhule. Until next time, take care.